0: Play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
2: what's up what's up what's up Heyo. it's the pioneer spirit cup co- p- podcast <laughs> I have a lisp and a I don't bit. think I knew about it until like two years ago someone pointed <laughs> it out my name is John Elijah Richards, I am um, one of the founders of In God We Must, and I'm here with the co-founder,
0: Matthew Mulkey. Hey, how's it going, Why y'all? Why don't you tell us
2: a little bit about yourself, Matt?
0: Uh, I am, uh, Anyways, we have
2: a really great <laughs> interview today. Um, his name is <laughs> <laughs> Carl Cabalas. <laughs> Sorry, dude, I just, I thought it'd be funny. That was funny. <laughs> you got me. Um, yeah, so last week we had an interview with Phil Sanders, um, great interview, Papa Phil, bald Phil, what up? Um, he owns a store in Atlanta called Citizen Supply, um, inside of Ponce City Market, which is one of the, if not the biggest tourist attraction in Atlanta. Um, not sure who voted that, but I believe him. Um, (laughs) but yeah. So if you didn't listen to that episode, I encourage you to go back and check that out, um super great story super great guy and if you are ever in the atlanta area you lots could find of failure to hear about tons of failure <laughs> he's just one big bucket of failure <laughs>
0: lots of success too
2: but yeah his, he's got a bigger bucket of success um but yeah take a listen to that um just to kind of recap from last week um matt you want to tell them what uh this podcast is about
0: so this podcast mainly focuses on um, kind of like our our tagline, slogan of the company, of, mm-hmm. uh, having a pioneer spirit. Um, it's all about the failures and how you succeed from those failures um, and what they do to your company, personal lives, just how you um, went through the pit and made it out of it. Um, yeah. And at the same time, just talking about your successes and how you got to where you are. And sometimes so they the made failure the you
2: that you come,
0: or the uh, oh, yeah. the consequences, consequences of that the failure. success.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I find benefit in failure more than anything. I yeah, kind of like
0: failing. You have to fail in, er, in order to learn and grow and become and a And blossom
2: yeah. like a
0: pretty little flower.
2: Hmm. Lots yeah.
0: of little dandelions. <laughs> Those are weeds. Uh, well, <laughs> whatever. Don't grow They grow dandelions. out of the ground. <laughs> They're green, right? <laughs>
2: Maybe that's Uh, what's wrong with me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we're uh, interviewing Carl Cabalas. He used to own a company called Florida Lisa Brand. Um, He was one of the, he was the first um, maker in the maker's studio within Citizen Supply, which if you go back and listen to the last episode, you'll learn more about um, Mm -hmm. what Phil's got going on over at Citizen and the impact he's making on the Creative community, uh, specifically in Atlanta, but also to small brands uh, throughout the nation. But, anyways, Carl had a um, opportunity to open up shop inside of Citizen Supply, and he was the first one uh, to do it. And when we moved in, we became best friends, yeah. and now he's our shop manager, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. He's a short Filipino dude with long hair, so <laughs> and he's a mustache, and a mustache, but um. Yeah. So long story short, I'll, you guys can listen to the interview. He started a business, figured out he didn't want to do it, uh, figured out he didn't like it <laughs> and, uh, learned to apply himself in a more, um, beneficial way to others and other companies. And, uh, he's honestly the happiest I've ever seen him. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. He's like way less stressed now. We've known him for about four years. First two, he did for Lisa.
0: And he's made our lives so much easier. Oh,
2: yeah. He's just applied himself to our company so well.
0: So if you are an entrepreneur or an artist, whatever it is, and you're on the fence about what you need to do, if you should give up, should you go sell out to that corporate job that you've always dreamed of having, or do you want to actually pursue your passions and your dreams, um, this would be an interview that you need to listen to.
2: So, I have Carl Cabales. Is that how you say your last name?
1: That's it. I've known you for so well, long, and like, I don't think I've ever called you by your last name <laughs> ever. Well, I mean, there's uh, there's three ways. There's three ways. So, you can you got the traditional Tagalog way, which is Caballes. Cabales. Yeah. So, you okay. say the L and the Y. Okay. The Y sound. All right. And then you have Spanish, caballes, right. double L. Then you have English, which I just use. It's Caballos because it's Caballos. Yeah. Okay, cool.
2: Um Well, interesting because you're Filipino, so I would never think about saying it in Spanish. Right. But uh, <laughs> um, Carl and I go way back um, when Ngawi must first um, kind of landed in Atlanta um, and we got put into Pon City Market at Citizen Supply um, to have like a live studio kind of deal in there carl was actually the original um kind of studio maker you were mm-hmm. the only one in there so when i moved in carl and i became real good buds and um we kind of were growing at the same rate and um we ended up leasing out like this really cool workshop area together and worked together every day it was i mean we were with each other every day all day sometimes for close to 36 hours and <laughs> in a row just to get stuff done so um yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit about um, what the what your brand was called and um, how you even got interested in what you were doing? I'll let you handle all of that yeah. um, and what it was exactly. Um, totally, but yeah, local Atlanta native. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, so, yeah, man.
1: So, Florida Lisa Brand was the name. Um, I started off just making leather goods um, in college because. Uh, I don't know something something I just had the itch to work with my hands yeah Uh, I used to make like like set design pieces for my local church in college um and once I decided to stop doing that I just needed to do something else yeah um in high school I was a huge thrice fan so yeah 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 if anyone listening loves thrice heck yeah um huge thrice fan so I've never really been into
2: thrice and people freak out when I tell them that because of the kind of music I played when I was touring. Yeah, you know, is... like thrice. Yeah,
1: what the it's heck? Like, dude? I don't
2: know. I just I never liked thrice. I don't know. It's they're not a bad band. Yeah, I just I don't know any of their. They're records. different because they've yeah. just
1: evolved with time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of my favorite bands ever. And uh, what's interesting is so once they when, the first time they broke up and went on hiatus, they decided to go different ways. Dustin. Like joined this church in Washington State, I think, uh, and then the uh, the brothers decided to to start their own band, and then Tepe, uh, who I whose life I for some reason just followed religiously. Mm-hmm. Um, You're fanboy. I'm a fanboy Big of Tepe. Fanboy. I think it's because people have said I look like him. Yeah, so
2: my God, like, oh, this guy's cool. Is he Filipino?
1: He's Japanese. Okay, straight up. Um, He, we had, we had similar lives in the sense that he grew up in America, but his parents were like, came to the country from Japan, whereas my family came from the Philippines. So he grew up in a very traditional Japanese household. But as soon as he walked out of the door, uh, walked out of his door, he, he, he adapted to the American lifestyle. Yeah. 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 At home, he had no shoes on. He was, he was studying, he played classical piano. Mm. Um, he was super smart, but then he would, you know, put on his skate shoes and just skate, uh, long beach, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, really yeah. cool stuff. So when he, he decided he kind of wanted to retire from music cause I think he had a kid and, uh, he started working with his hands like me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember a story he told about like being on a tour bus and having a lot of time. So he picked up leather working and he would literally sit in the tour bus and just stitch wallets. That's cool. Like random stuff. Yeah. So uh, I found out he started making wallets, and so I just saw it, and I was just like amazed because his style is very clean, minimalistic. Whereas, like all the leather goods that I've seen in my life have been very rustic, Mm -hmm. because you know, like they all have like an Americana
2: kind of like yeah cowboy like almost cowboy like not Mm -hmm. you know i think you've shown me some of some of his stuff yeah and it's it is very different it's it's
1: it's weird like very very japanese Mm -hmm. to be honest and so when i saw that i had already been dabbling in it and i was like oh my god so i would just watch videos of him making stuff Mm -hmm. and it was so hypnotic i was like i got to i got to like i have to go to the place where he goes when he creates. Right, right. And so I I remember thinking I'm just going to go to uh, like a hobby lobby. <laughs> I went to a hobby yeah. lobby and bought what I thought I would need to make leather goods, which was like an exacto knife, bunch of leather scraps, and right. some like cotton, thread, cotton needles, thread, yeah. yeah. I remember I got the wrong needles um and they're they're like just huge saddle stitch <laughs> needles that like didn't do anything. I didn't even buy like a a hole punch which you know when, when you're leather working you can't just pierce the needle through the leather you gotta right, punch right. the holes so i would i would literally punch the leather with like Dude, a, you're doing the needle. hard way i was doing the hard you way You learned the hard way <laughs> and then i took a, a pair of pliers <laughs> and i would just rip it through oh yeah and that's how i like i made an ipad case because i just bought an ipad yeah yeah and yeah it looked so bad <laughs> so bad. I'm sure it looked great. So bad. Three different colors. But that's uh, where you got leather. the inspiration to start mm-hmm. doing leather. Yeah, it was I just. But I,
2: you, you, would you say that the, the was a guitar player? He was a guitar player. So yeah. would you say that that kind of catapulted you into this like leather working yeah. community that oh, you were yeah, a part yeah. of? Yeah, yeah,
1: like not long. So I, I did that, and I did that for about a year in Valdosta, which was where I went to college. Shout out to VSU. um And then I, when I moved to back to Atlanta and. 2014 uh Tepe was actually hiring oh okay um and he so so I, I reached out to him I was like hey I live in Atlanta but if you need someone I'm there like I here's here's some pictures of my stuff some stuff I've been working on like I, I want to learn i wanna learn from the best and mm-hmm. I, in my opinion you're the best and also I'm a huge fan of thrice so please <laughs> <laughs> please get me please get me out there. Uh, and he emailed me back. That's right. It was within like 2 hours he emailed me back and he Wow. He said some super encouraging stuff that I never expected someone That's rad, uh, dude. to that level. That's super cool. Yeah, and he was just like it there's this ongoing theme and like in a brand like in God We must and um and Terranishu is the name of his brand but like uh whenever whenever they get somebody that's from across the country that wants to come work for them wants to move their entire life for them yeah they they get nervous and they're like i don't want to uproot this guy right and then bring him out here and him be disappointed right you right cuz i think in 2018 we have this like facade of social media of like things seem super legit and it's not that they're not when you get there in person but it's it's not quite as glamorous, right? Yeah, and so yeah, 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 I agree. with He that. he said all those things. He was like, "I don't want, I don't want to." Bring also, you he out was here. open about it. He, he was, was like, "Hey, oh yeah, he you was. probably see me in this light,
2: mm-hmm. but just so you know,
1: yeah, he it's en- not like that." Yeah, he ended up hiring somebody that lived down the road. Yeah, that just yeah. had plenty of time. And That's so, super
2: cool that he was just up front with you, to right? Be and he yeah. also
1: he he I remember he specifically said, "You've got an eye for this." you should try, you should continue trying to just, do your own thing. Just
2: do your own thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He was like, that's the best way for you to learn. In my opinion, just, just study That's super it.
2: cool. So it kind of started out with him, I guess,
1: verbally investing
2: in you. Oh yeah, you.
1: 100%. And that was somebody you looked up to. Yeah. That's really, really cool. So, I never I hope, knew that. Yeah. It'd be, if he remembers that, cool, but like. Yeah, I, that's right. It's like.
2: Well, he was honest with you. Mm-hmm. He told you it wasn't as glamorous as you probably thought it was. Yeah. Cause he knew you, Loved his band. Exactly. Which is, <laughs> you know, a dead giveaway that you probably did think that yep. it was like some was like East wonderland East. out in California. Yeah. And then he said, just go for it, dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He that's told, awesome. He convinced me to take a leap. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's super cool.
1: So after that happened, I actually met Phil. Uh, Phil Sanders uh, start, started Citizen Supply here in Atlanta. And at the time, he was running this thing called Foster, which was just a, it was a co-working space. Really yeah really cool tight-knit community but also very open to, to outsiders and he had just opened that so he invited me to uh, the opening and he asked to see my stuff and then he's another guy that as soon as he saw my stuff he was like dude he invested in you yeah yeah just like gotta love phil let me know what i can do to help mm-hmm. and let's do this yeah you know, like and you know like through that and the thing about atlanta is that no matter who you meet, they're going to basically tell you, go for it. Yeah. Like in, in nothing but the good ways, you know, yeah. so, um, Atlanta is a
2: good city to be a maker it's, for sure. It's huge. It's, there's this like, I don't know. When I, th- when I think of all the Atlanta makers and, and what they do and how they do things and just the circle mm-hmm. that Atlanta has of makers, there's not really this sense of like, you know, fuck that guy or, that guy's product is shit. It's always just people encouraging each other and we're all on the same team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you have like a great month of sales and you share that with, you know, me, I'm going to go dude. That's Yeah. Good job, man. That's awesome. But like, I don't know. I haven't really felt that vibe Mm -mm. in any other like bigger city. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's there but I'm speaking for Atlanta cause I'm from here. So yeah. it's like, yeah, it's a good city to be in, you know, yeah, and be yeah. encouraged and kind of do your own thing. But, Those are the things yeah.
1: that attract me about like a physical place. It yeah. Is, are the people there, you know, like I feel that I get the same, vibe. I just got back from San Diego. I get the same vibe where it just feels like everybody's there to boost another person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's the same deal in Atlanta, you know? And if it doesn't feel the same, if anyone's listening and, It doesn't feel the same. You're, you're in the wrong circle. Right. You (laughs) you haven't
2: applied yourself to the circle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because I think it's a big thing with makers too when they first start out. um, Is is their timidness, if that's a word, yeah (laughs) to um, ask for help and advice and um, be honest and admit that you
1: don't know something. Yeah.
0: There came a point,
1: and I think there comes a point in everyone's lives that that aspires to be a small business owner, where you're working full time and you're trying to do, you're trying to hustle, you're trying to, you, yeah. you're you're hitting the grind, and uh, there comes a point where something has to give. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're you're working eighty hours a week, forty hours at your job, forty hours for your own thing, and you're just kind of like getting I don't burned know how, out. Yeah, you're yeah. getting burned out fast, and you just need you need to give something up. Whether that's final, uh, financial stability yeah. <laughs> or uh, or your passion, right? ultimately, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I tried my best to be smart about it, and I decided I wanted to leave my full-time job, and then I wanted to work for Phil uh, at Citizen Supply. Got it, yeah. Just yeah. so I can have some sort of, like, financial stability while right I'm doing some guaranteed this. income right yeah. and so if i'm able to if i'm able to do that in the same place if i can physically locate yeah my like passion a yeah. and my financial financial stability in the same place then then boom you know right that, that'll put me ahead and so oh shoot that I burp hurt. was
2: brought to you by miller light i'm just gonna keep plugging miller, Lite miller the whole yes they don't even need to pay me a damn thing yeah. i'll just plug on this just my it. favorite beer just send us just send us some
1: endorsed by type one diabetics <laughs> 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 um so yeah so i i called phil and he was like i would have no one else on my that's floor. awesome yeah and so he 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 threw me in there and uh and, and that lasted like three months before we both i remember like we had a meeting we were I think like we the were joint lunch. thing well, uh, me working for Phil. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So you
2: yeah. had a studio, and you were working for Phil, and that lasted about three months. No, no, no. Me right. working for
1: Phil. Period. Oh, okay. Yeah? So like we, so I remember I was working on the floor, and I was just, I was just tired. And I remember Phil was like, "Hey, let's go to lunch. Let's just chat." So I remember we sat down, and he was like, "I think, I think it's time for you to focus on Florida Lisa full time." Yeah. And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like you you just you need it i can i can see it like i know yeah. you need to do this and he was like i have an opportunity for you and i was like ah okay i gotcha i was like what do you mean opportunity this is interesting like yeah are you gonna are you gonna give me a lot of money phil you oh yeah <laughs> uh he's he like no but i'll make you a lot of money right yeah. yeah so he's like but i have this idea of creating studio spaces for makers right um he's like would you like to help me write the program oh that's and cool be the first i didn't know that's how it,
2: how it went down mm-hmm. awesome
1: yeah so we just he he basically just gave me a space yeah <laughs> he gave me my first was it like 800 square feet
2: i think it's like right around 900 square feet yeah, yeah with For, a big
1: old loft window yeah
2: and the biggest brick structure yeah. building I, I don't know if it's nation but it's at least southeast but um yeah dude that's yeah. awesome it is the, no know. it's
1: the largest brick structured building yeah I think in in the country yeah oh, okay. that's what the signs say I think I Oh know. okay
2: either way, it's massive right right so <laughs> I, I got Lots a 800 of bricks
1: 800 square foot yeah. studio space for essentially free for the first quarter just because we were yeah. trying it out see if it affects sales to mm-hmm. see if this concept of people seeing their their cool shit being made in front of them, Actually causes them to buy the product. That's it. Right. Yeah. Laying there, you know. And I mean, that was, that's
2: proven to be true.
1: It is like one hundred percent. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. You you get some
2: sort of value out of, you know, purchasing something, and meeting the person who made it, mm -hmm. and then like handing it to you, or and even like you're working on that specific product while they buy it too. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's better than any ad ever.
1: Oh my God! Yeah. You know. I mean, I've even me after having done that, when I go somewhere and I see someone making something and like they hand it to me for me to purchase, it it almost brings tears to my eyes. Yeah, that's how I feel
2: every time I go to Jenny's ice cream. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I can't have it all the time, you know? And it's Uh, just like, they put so much effort into those scoops. So much. You know?
1: And the samples. That
2: sweet cream, dude. (laughs) And
1: that brumbleberry crisp. (laughs) Was it Brown Butter Almond Brittle?
2: Oh, man. Mm. This podcast is brought to you by
1: Jenny's Ice Jenny's Cream.
2: Ice cream. <laughs> and Miller Lite. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just messing around. But yeah, yeah no, I know, I know what you mean, though. It's huge. Yeah. And
1: I didn't realize it. You know, yeah. I didn't realize how big it was until I got that first month's commission check. And I yeah. was like, whoa. And it was full transparency. It was about as much as I made working full time yeah you know and you
2: were doing your own thing
1: and i was working for myself i had own hours i could take lunches i
2: it felt like guaranteed income
1: it did yeah it did it Mm -hmm. It definitely which provided you the security
2: to, to keep going for sure the the common theme for this season is the benefits of failure and the consequences of success yeah so i'll let you finish telling the story um but yeah so You know what
1: happened after that when you hit the the weird amount of success that that we hit at that time where it was a lot of it was uh was glamour you know what i mean like yeah we we we're i don't want to say i don't want to use the word famous but we were known in the city for like a very interesting thing
2: right well we we were we were in a spot that was a spot where a lot of people yeah. want to be. Yeah, and that's people. Pont City Market.
1: People that eat, yeah. that loved Pont City Market knew who we were. People that hated yeah. Pont City Market knew who we were. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. a lot of people in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. And the Eye of Sauron. Was yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Pont so, City Market. So we had this this weird uh, aura of success around us, but that's all it was. Which really. was perceived. It was perceived. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. basically if i could if i could make money off of um off of how many uh people loved my brand
2: oh you'd be rich yeah so would i yeah we'd be millionaires (laughs) we'd achieve our
1: goal of paying our friends and giving them really dumb job titles
2: what was that defining moment where you said you know what this isn't for me Mm -hmm. i don't like i i was i was in a season um i'm really really glad that i did this yeah but i don't want to do it anymore what was that like and what was that like defining moment where you just said fuck it yeah you know like because a lot of people i feel like are in that spot yeah but they're too afraid to let go because they have too much pride right and that's why i I respect you so much is because you you ate it Mm -hmm. you know you were like no like i'm not doing this anymore yeah
1: you know what i mean and so yeah what, what was that like so, there, there are a lot of factors that come into play there. Um, I think a big part of it was like I, I suffer from seasonal depression. So, you like, have sad. I get Is very sad. Oh, yeah, sad. Seasonal yeah, yeah, yeah. effectiveness. Disorder? Yeah, I think there's a different name for it now. Oh, okay. Um, or maybe it got switched to that name. Yeah. Either way. My sister in law has it. That's why. Yeah, I, I just, yeah. I actually just found out that I actually have it. Oh. I, I suspected for a while and then I, I found that out. Uh, and so. That that was a factor, but ultimately, what it was was that I started making a lot more money making other people's product, you know, uh, not mm-hmm. private labeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there true. there are certain companies, hint hint, and God we must, that I loved making <clears> their product. Oh, so it's products. my fault. Oh, no, 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 no because okay. because right, I designed right. this podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> I designed uh, a majority of y'all's leather goods. Yeah, you did, and so that was fun. Yeah, but I I was, I was being private, hit up for private label labeling of, of a lot of people. And it Mm -hmm. was like a lot of just menial stuff. So I ended up being paid to be someone's minion essentially. Yeah. Um, And you kind of lost your identity. You feel like I lost my identity. I think my passion when it comes to working with my hands is, is coming up with the concept Mm -hmm. is the design work, the sketching out of things like when it comes to creating, that's what I want to do. And yeah. there I remember distinctly, because I had moved out of that studio, I had moved out of Citizen Supply, and I ended up putting everything back into my basement mm-hmm. at my, in my house here in Atlanta and just thinking and making because it was the best time to, to yeah. think. And for I just, no reason at all. yeah, Yeah. And I just remember I was making at the time, I think I was making 60 keychains for... Some company as gifts, yeah. That I yeah. that I just knew that somebody would end up losing in their car or you know like giving away or you know like right. There was no uh, there was no footprint, right? That, yeah. you know my my fingerprints weren't on those products, and uh, I was about halfway through, and I just remember I had an epiphany. I was just like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> this does not yeah. feel yeah. like like my passion. Mm-hmm. This feels like work. This isn't what I signed up to do. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the moment where where every maker just needs to step back and reassess. Yeah. Not maybe not give it up, but reassess. Yeah. Find your your, your support circle, talk to them because a lot of people would would come and see me mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Are you okay?" Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I just looked rough. Yeah. At the end of the day. And, you know, like, I didn't view that. When people say that to me, I don't view it as an insult. I view it as, well, I really need to, like, consider what this work is doing to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that, I, when I had that realization, I was just like, I can't, I can't do this. Yeah. You know, like, and uh, I remember I called my brother and... I was talking to him about it and uh, he, oh, a little backstory. Florida Lisa was named after my godmother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's an important detail. That That was, uh, so when my family moved to Boston, or when my mom and dad moved to Boston and met, they, the only witnesses in their wedding was this lady and her husband, Florida Lisa and Joseph. Florida Lisa passed away I think in two thousand, uh, forgive me, Escobar family if I got that wrong. Uh I was very young. But she played a huge part of my life. I just remember uh before she passed away, she pulled me in her room, she made everyone leave, and she just told me to do good. Yeah. Be generous. Do good and be That's generous. Cool. That's what she said. So yeah.
2: uh which I, I would it, for me, if I had to, you know, put my brand on a shelf for the time being or yep. just step away from it and it had a name like that. Yeah. I'm sure that did not help.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. You
2: know, well, not, not help, but I sure that, that, I'm sure that that hurt more. Yeah. Knowing like, Oh, this wasn't just Carl's carlsleathergoods.com. Right. Right. You know, like there was some passion and you know, some dignity behind
1: what you did. Yeah. I mean,
2: it, down to your name.
1: It, that's a legacy Yeah. You know, like it's that, that honestly, I probably held on to it longer than I should have because of that. Yeah. And it wasn't until I had this conversation with my brother where he was basically like, if, if Floyd was her nickname, if Floyd was, was sitting with you right now, what do you think she would do? Mm, And I realized she would have just slapped me on the top of my head and said, don't kill yourself in my name. Yeah. You know, like. Mm -hmm. Do not oh, that's good, dude. self-destruct for the sake of the things that I said to you. Right. Because the things that I said to you were meant to inspire and encourage and be a and, light. And guide you. And guide me. Yeah. You know, and not for not sure. pull you into a corner and beat you until you cry. right? You know, yeah. that's not, that was not her. You right. Know? And so at that point, I think the next day I was like, This is a, I need to walk away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I, so it was just, it was very next day. Pretty much. It was the next, after the day after that conversation with my brother, I was like, I need to start prepping to transition into whatever my next step is. Yeah. So like when I I created that landing page on Florida Lisa, I had Mm -hmm. started writing the draft that day.
2: Oh, okay. And And that was pretty much like a letter to everybody Yeah. saying like. I'm not doing a short, this anymore. <laughs>
1: vague <laughs> yeah. reason why yeah. I decided not, I decided. To see, finish. I've always wondered that because,
2: I mean, I knew that you were burnt, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that you, you had other things you wanted to focus on, but I knew that there was a deeper part of the story because yeah. if if you were able to have the chance to ever see Carl's products when he was making them, you could definitely tell, like, you know, there was, there was some passion in the way he made them um he cared about the quality um and it was just that's why that's why we worked with carl over everybody was i don't have time to make leather stuff i always wanted to i made like a wallet and it's the wallet i still have but it's just it's so if you've ever tried it before it's just it's it's so labor intensive to try to make something out of leather and it's there's lots of math involved you have to have everything perfect And my wallet's by far not the most perfect thing in the world it's wonderful but um it's mine and i created it and i love it and you know that those those feelings translated from carl's products so like when you stepped away and you know when you said like hey i can't i can't afford the rent um i gotta i gotta move out And i was like okay that's fine i did not think that you were gonna like hey you know I'm, I'm i'm done, done yeah. you know so and i think that a lot of people in atlanta were surprised about that too yeah, I mean Because um, yeah. they got... saw the same things I saw. You know what I yeah. mean? Everybody did, and that's yeah. why that's why you did so well. Yeah. Um you know, your product was great too, but it was it was a it was a, a reflection of who you were as a as a craftsman and yeah. person, you know. So you know, yeah.
1: Yeah, I the the reaction was enough. I think in that week I got like a hundred emails like something like 60 text messages, a dozen phone calls. Yeah. It got to the point like, you know, where you got tired of like trying to figure out how to how to word it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so now, you know, a year and a half later is like a good, I think a good amount of time where you're just like, okay, now I can like put it into words calmly and, you know, like and not be annoyed. Well, and you
2: also had like a year and a half to think about how you want to say it. Yeah. Two. That's you true. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah.
1: And knowing now, like having been like having a doctor tell you like you need to address like some depression issues. Mm-hmm. Like, oh now I can attribute that to this. And it's not just because of that, but that definitely affected my mindset going into it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um and yeah, I mean it, it definitely it was it was weird yeah i bet for sure yeah
2: it but it also like mad respect though because a lot of people wouldn't have done that and they would have stuck around and suffered mm. until they ran out of money mm-hmm. or ran out of resources or
1: defaulted on a payment you know
2: like yeah you know just just to keep their image mm-hmm. and not let anybody know like oh, hey, I'm a person too, and I struggle with things, and I can't do this right now. You know, like a lot of people don't want to do that because it's just, it's pride. And everybody has, I struggle with that. Mm. You struggled with that for how long before you said, I'm throwing in the towel? Yeah, it was a a full
1: six months. No, actually, like, I think the the thought first occurred was when I moved out of the studio. I was like man, I don't know how long I can keep this up. Right. You know, like, and I started thinking about what it would be like to, you know, close down and sell my equipment or sell the brand, you know? Well, that that was another thing. I got two offers for someone to buy the brand itself, which was an interesting Hmm. thought. Yeah. You know, and I won't say any names, but like I said, Steve jobs, (laughs) Steve Apple (laughs) shout out to Apple. Uh, no, but that was, that was crazy, but I, I just couldn't do it, you Yeah, know? I couldn't sell, I couldn't I sell that have. brand. Yeah. yeah it, it
2: meant, it still meant something to you. Yeah, it yeah. still does.
1: Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, like a year ago, I probably felt, I probably still felt negative emotions right. about it. But now, like, you know, it, it definitely feels like a legacy. Yeah. In a, in a great way.
2: So, I'm trying to word this in the right way, but. Do you think that within those six months, you were realizing, you know, on on top of all of that, like, you just kind of, you felt like you lost who you were, um, and the image that you wanted wasn't really there anymore because Mm -hmm. there was no image. Yeah. Um, Was one of the factors of, you know, letting go of that maybe coming to the reality that that might not be for you anyways? Like, being... Uh, Self reliant and oh, yeah. have an entrepreneur kind of like uh, yeah. mindset. Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean? like I, did you go? I don't think I'm not, I don't think I'm supposed to do this. Yeah, either way, for like, sure.
1: I mean, I th- I think it's, I think it's industry. I, I think I have an entrepreneurial mindset, mm-hmm. but in a good kind of balanced way. Yeah, yeah. Where I actually thought about this, I think the other day because. You know, a lot of people, I think every day I get asked the question, so when are you going to do your own thing again? When are you going to work yeah, for yourself yeah, yeah. again? You know, like I've always thought of you as a small business owner, I've, like since you were little, you know, like mm-hmm. I always thought you were the entrepreneur of the family, stuff like that. And I think I, I've come to this point in my life where I'm like, I don't mind working for other people mm-hmm. as long as that person is of good character and, you know, doesn't, doesn't, isn't in the business for money Mm -hmm. necessarily but is in the business for the sake of people yeah you know what i mean yeah um and since i closed shop i've worked for several people and i can i can tell you which ones are in it for the people and which ones are in it for yeah you know and i could i could
2: my good friend dan duncan once said smart people are in the people business Mm -hmm. that's true
1: shout out to dan shout out to dan uh, <laughs> it is. It is absolutely true. Yeah, no, for absolutely real. Absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think working for certain people, uh, one whom one of whom is my current employer, like Who's that? Uh, I don't know, <laughs> Carl's our shop manager. Yeah, I am the um, shop manager at God We Must. Yes. Um, so appreciate that. The cool. Yeah, I mean, like I thought about it. Literally, I think yesterday Mm -hmm. i was like the cool part about my job is because i work for someone who's who's of good character and is takes care of people and at the end of the day like wants to make cool shit and take care of his friends you know like that is cool but like the (laughs) other the other cool part is that i'm working for you but you also
2: i also let you be who you are exactly you know like yeah i'm not sitting here micromanaging you yeah like i'll tell you things to do but if you have a better idea, yeah,
1: I'll just do it right yeah I mean, you give me a task and then it's just <laughs> yeah. like figure it out yeah, and that's that's cool like I think what people need to understand about like this taboo word of design like people think of design, they're like, ooh, get your pen and paper out get your get yeah. your art get your art ready, you know mm-hmm. but you can design a system, you can design. Yeah. An operation, which, are re-
2: which you are really, really good at, and I am not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's the truth, yeah, and yeah. that that has made me like come alive, and that's cool. Yeah, that's why I ran restaurants for like a year.
2: Yeah, so you know, you did that, um, and you you walked away, and then you were in the restaurant industry for how long? A year, a solid year, yeah. Yeah, and then you found out that that's not what you wanted to do either. Yeah, I mean, yeah?
1: I I quickly was promoted. Uh, somewhat unintentionally. Yeah, like I wanted to make more money. Obviously, because if I'm gonna work in the restaurant business, I want to make more money. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and I ended up <laughs> becoming a GM. You yeah. Know? Um, which I never thought I I would be. Um, until I realized that people listen to me, mm-hmm. and I'm really good at running an operation. Yeah. You know.
2: So. You ended up not wanting to do it in the long run, but you found a lot of yourself doing mm-hmm. that job. Exactly. Yeah. And now I benefit from that. Yeah.
1: For sure. Yeah. Which is awesome. I mean, if if I knew if I had the, the skill set, I had I mean I had a, a huge skill set obviously like making leather goods, but if if I had the skill set I have now four years ago, yeah, like look out
2: yeah yeah true. look out That's th- that you live and you learn yeah and you know? that's the thing is like yeah.
1: what's cool about Dude, if life i knew what
2: i knew now yeah when i started this thing i'd have oh a cooler man. i'd have a cool title yeah <laughs> i'd probably yeah <laughs> i don't even know i don't like thinking about that that's it's kind of scary. scary yeah yeah i'd but, probably be a dickhead really i mean oh when maybe people yeah. get overthrown <laughs> with just like instant success yeah that's true i mean that's how it happens i'm so glad that didn't happen yeah
1: well i think like the human tendency yeah that's it because we suck
2: (laughs) yeah kind of
1: if if like if there's one thing that uh i i could teach my kid now i don't have a kid but if i did i would teach him this like life will suck Mm -hmm. you'll have to quit things you'll have to put things up but at the end of the day they'll still be there Cause you're yeah. literally just putting them on a shelf. As long as you're alive, you always have yeah. an opportunity out there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then one day you'll come back better Yeah. and you'll be able to tackle it with full force and absolutely destroy it yeah. in a good way. You know what I mean? Like the, at the end of the day, we have to remind ourselves that we are a quarter of our lifespan right now. Yeah. Right, right. I mean like yeah. every, every Most 20. Us, yeah. And, yeah.
2: and that, that might not even be true. Yeah,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I could drop
2: dead right now, and there's lots of things out there that I I I still want to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you know I I'm not ne- I'm not necessarily mad at myself for not doing them, but yeah. it's like, you know, it. Do what you want to do now, but also be smart about what you're doing. And yeah, you're not wasting any time because you could drop dead right.
1: today. Don't don't like kill yourself over like. Like, don't bug yourself over the fact that, like, you feel like you're not doing enough. Right. Because the yeah. more time that you spend criticizing yourself is less time you have to spend with people that you love. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's another thing that I, that I knew I just had to walk away from was I was spending so much time just, like, wallowing. Yeah. In my shop. hmm And meanwhile, I'm getting text messages of people like, hey, let's grab a drink. And right. I miss those opportunities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So now, like, I look back... Because you were trying like, to
2: make something work that you really knew wasn't going to work. Exactly. Yeah. I
1: was beating yeah. a dead horse, you know? Yeah,
2: like, yeah, for sure. So... that's such an interesting angle, you know? Yeah. Like, you you did, you went after it. You did what you wanted to do, and then you found out you didn't want to do it. Yeah. You know? So exactly. It that, happens to a lot of people. Yeah, and like I said, I, I wanted to hear your story because I feel like there might be people out there that, you know... Are in that spot yeah and they might be wasting their time you know and it's either make it work or get out yeah you know like pick one or the other don't don't sit here and be miserable mm-hmm. you know change your circumstance because you're you're responsible for yourself and that's it no one else is responsible for you and that's a given mm-hmm. you know what I mean like that's just bottom line basic foundation yeah Um, and you notice that it took you six months but you noticed it and went, I got to do something else. Yeah. This isn't working, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, I guess you could consider that, you know, a, a benefit of a failure. Yeah. Because I think when people think of failure, they, they think this like nasty, like think gross, the end. like, Oh, f- like an F on a test. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? But like failure, I mean, failure is necessary for progress. Right. Right. And if, you if you have no failure how can you ever progress exactly you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like it just doesn't make any sense so it's like i don't think of failure in this word of like yeah man carl fucked up yeah. <laughs> you know like that's he's, not it he's you know? done i could go on for days about how many times i failed within god we oh, yeah. you know what i mean but it's it's what you do with that failure that defines who you right, are as right. a person not who you are as a, as a company but yep. as a person mm-hmm. and that's where it all starts you know and if if you if you had that foundation as a human being, and then you translate that over into your company, that's that's kind of how authentic companies start. You exactly. Know? Yeah, that's true. You're in the people business. That's it's, true. You know?
1: Hashtag live off live authentic. Live authentic.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I don't it's think it's a thing
1: anymore. I don't think so. Um,
2: but yeah, man, that's that's a great angle. But I I mean, for real though, that's a that's a great lesson learned and um a benefit of a failure. Yeah. You know what I mean yeah. and even i mean that's honestly textbook too because you had consequences of success you yeah. had all these people wanting private labeled leather goods yeah that's true and you took it and in that moment they're writing you checks mm-hmm. and you're cashing them and you're investing in equipment or you're you doing whatever you want because you have you have this job now that requires really no effort on promoting yeah and you're just getting a cool check from whoever needs these Leather coasters, yeah, you know, yeah, with their yeah. logo imprinted on it. But that's what got you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That was the consequence yeah.
1: of success. That's you know? that would be selling yourself.
2: But somebody else <laughs> could see you doing that mm-hmm. and go, "Damn, dude, how does he get all these private label jobs? I yeah. wish I got some private label jobs because that would put some extra cash in my my pocket. Yeah. You know, like that would help float." some new product for my actual you know like it's 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 all perception on who Mm -hmm. who you're talking to and who's watching you but yeah i guess you just have to watch it yep and make sure that you don't lose sight of yourself
1: yeah i mean there are several things i could write a book about what i could have done differently yeah that would have led to a different result but
2: i mean you anybody can do that yeah
1: yeah (laughs) like who needs it (laughs) yeah it's it?
2: it? it's just living you learn yeah Yeah, i think
1: like overall what I've learned is like, we have to stop viewing failure with finality.
0: Yeah. And, for real. And mm-hmm. and
1: start seeing it as like tripping on the sidewalk. Oh crap. I tripped. Yeah. Like, how, yeah, like sure. just keep walking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah. there's a reason why, you know, like when you're working out, if you find a workout online, it says, uh, do this workout with reps to failure. Right. It's like, if you can't, lift those weights all the way up on that final rep. That's a good that's thing. It. Yeah. Because that's it right there. Because done. that's literally how your body works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're failing at it, but your body is adapting to it. Right. Yeah. And it's making itself stronger because you failed on it. And that's like, how come we haven't learned that mentally? You know what I right. mean? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah.
2: Well, that's awesome, dude. Um. Yeah. So I guess, lesson learned here today is just always kind of stick true to yourself mm-hmm. um because there's consequences of not yeah. you know what i mean um hopefully one day we'll see a um raise from the dead we'll see um but for now i need you to get back to the office and yep. gotta manage make sure our that... large inventory of yeah coins that we
1: destroy um
2: just kidding it's not yeah. that large but
1: yeah dude it is it is a lot it is a lot i need to i need to write it all down so that we know where it's going but it's
2: all good i got you and that's what you like right now yeah that's cool with me
1: we're developing a system yeah i'm designing here
2: systems
1: (laughs) yeah well cool dude um
2: yeah man i think we're good to wrap thanks for uh hanging out
1: thanks for having me yeah dog miller light send us miller
2: light
0: Oh my goodness, it's such a good story. Good job,
2: Carl. That was so good. He's he's not here. That was recorded like a week ago. (laughs) (laughs) But that's how this whole thing works. (laughs) But he was here at one point. Um, Yeah, so great story. Um, We were just talking like a little before this about how, um, you know, People that have and want uh, certain levels of success sometimes find themselves, fi- you know, searching for it in the wrong places. But once they realize and come to that conclusion that uh, you know they're not really where they're supposed to be, they find way more success um, in doing what they want to do and applying themselves in, you know, sometimes what other people think of as mediocre jobs. Mm-hmm. But that's not always the case. You know, one size does not fit all.
0: I think it's just, it's a cool side of the pioneer spirit mentality. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, you never know what you have to go and what you have to experience to really find yourself and figure out who you are and mm-hmm. what makes you successful. Yeah. Um, you got to take those chances. Sometimes if you got to open up your own business, do it. Yeah. It helps you figure out who you are and what you need to do. You know? Yeah. There were certain take times where
2: we were going through that too, where oh, it was yeah. almost like, yo, do I need to go back to my job at Home Depot? (laughs) Do I need to go sell cell phones again? (laughs) I made
0: pretty decent money. Dude, yeah,
2: I mean, I I was really happy at Home Depot. I really was. Man, I got to find nuts and bolts and (laughs) I loved it. And you know what? I wasn't responsible for writing that damn check, which was a great feeling, you know. Years have gone by and now I'm we're I I feel like we're fine. But then there's some months that are like oh shit <laughs> yep, yep. Like why did I you know, put all this money into this stock when it's not selling or you know, whatever. All about balance. All about balance. You have ebb and flow to everything. So yeah, if you liked that, you'll definitely like the next one. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you who it is, but he's a very, 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 very famous guest. And that Mm -hmm. is a lie. He's just a photographer, but (laughs) he's a very, very awesome photographer here in Atlanta. Um, we'll get to interview him next. Um, he's got a great story, kind of similar to Carl's, um, except he procrastinated a little bit, didn't kind of pursue it, um, to the fullest extent. So, um, yeah, if you guys want subscribe to our email list, that's where you will get Um, really really awesome content about other pioneer spirits Um, we do email differently we don't send you bullshit sale emails anymore uh, stuff that you're just gonna delete without reading we're trying to add value to your inbox Uh, so Dave is one of those um, pioneer spirit profiles that we had and uh, if you missed any content you can always just check out our blog get inspired go out there and do the damn thing. Do it. Do the damn thing. Thank you, Miller Lite, for the sponsor. I really appreciate
0: it. Be sure to check us out. Instagram. <laughs> IG, yeah. And God, we must. Website is IGWM.co, not .com. Not .com. And if I you want to g- do some, uh,
2: dot some holiday shopping and get some cool graphic tees and handmade jewelry. We got a bunch yeah and it will it will sell out uh, always <laughs> sells out always, always so you have to buy out. it today yeah you, you're probably listening to this and you're probably too late so <laughs> don't even bother going to our website honestly it's all sold out we're sellouts anyways see you next week